If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. It's me to present the results in the order of appearance on the 2020 presidential ballot. At the end of the polls, Nana Dodanko Akufuado of the new Patriotic Party obtained 6 million. 730,413 votes, being 51.595% of the total valid votes cast. John Dramani Mahama of the National Democratic Congress obtained 6,214,889 votes, being 47.366% of the total valid votes cast. Christian Kwabna Andrews of the Ghana Union Movement obtained 105,565 votes, being 0.805% of the total valid votes cast. Ivor Kwabna Greenstreet of the Convention's People's Party obtained 12,215 votes being 0.093% of the total valid votes cast. Madam Equia Donko of the Ghana Freedom Party obtained 5,575 votes, being 0.042% of the total valid votes cast. Henry Herbert Latte of the Great Consolidated Popular Party obtained 3,000 574, being 0.027% of the total valid votes cast. Hassan Ayariga of the All People's Party obtained 7,140, being 0.054% of the total valid votes cast. Percival Kofi Apalu of the Liberal Party of Ghana obtained 7,000 690 votes, being 0.059% of the total valid votes cast. David Asibi Apesara of the People's National Convention obtained 10,887, being 0.083% of the total valid votes cast. Bridget Akosua Jibonuku of the Progressive People's Party obtained 6,848 votes, being 0.052% of the total valid votes cast. Bridget Akosua Jibonuku of the Progressive People's Party obtained 6,848 votes, being 0.052% of the total valid votes cast. Bridget Akosua Jibonuku of the Progressive People's Party obt
of the total valid votes cast. Nana Kunedu Ajeman Rawlings of the National Democratic Party obtained 6,612 votes, being 0.050% of the total valid votes cast. Alfred Kwame Aisiedu Walker, independent candidate, obtained 9,703 votes, being 0.074% of the total valid votes cast. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, currently the election results we have declared exclude that of the Techiman South constituency, which has a total voter population of 128,018. 128,018. The said election results are not ready because they are being contested. As such, collation has not been completed. It is important to note, however, that the difference between the total number of votes between the first and second candidates is 515,524 votes. As a result, if we were to add the 128,018 full results to the results of the second candidate, it would not change the outcome of the election. Hence, our declaration of the 2020 presidential results without that of Techiman South. Indeed, if you were to add the entire results or collate all the results from the Techiman South constituency and add that to the, 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 the percentage and the votes of the second candidate, Mr. John Dramani Mahama, he would obtain 47 point. 873% of the total votes cast. And Nanado Dankwa Kufuado would obtain 50.8% of the total votes cast. It is on that basis that we say that the outcome of the election would not change. Hence, our declaration of the 2020 presidential results without that of Techiman South. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, on the basis of the foregoing election results and by the power vested in me as the chairperson of the Electoral Commission of Ghana and the returning officer of the presidential election, it is my duty and honor to declare Nana Adodankwa Akufuado as president-elect of the Republic of Ghana. May God bless our homeland Ghana and make our nation great and strong. Joy, Thank you. Why so the chairperson of the letter commission, Madam Jemaisa, just announced President Kufado as the winner of this year's presidential election. And so Nana Adelanka Kufado Flagborough, the governing NPP, is the president elect as far as the twenty twenty presidential election is concerned and we have the presence of some political parties here i've seen the general secretary of the governing npp john boedu present but it is important to note that we don't have any ndc rep at the ec's conference room at the moment we don't have any ndc rep 
at the conference room at the moment. But of course, um, the general secretary of the NPP is here, John Boydu, and I would like to get a quick reaction from uh, Mr. Mr. Boydu. General, good afternoon. Yeah, good, good afternoon. And the chairperson just announced uh, your flag bearer, and of course the president, uh, as the victor of this year's election. What does this mean to the governing NPPs? I think that uh, the New Patriotic Party, first of all, is grateful and thank the good people of this country for the orderly manner all of us went about our election on the 7th of December. We've, you've proven once again that Ghana has matured in our democratic dispensation. Nana Dudankwa Kufado is grateful and we believe that this is a clear testimony of the good work that he has done over the past four years. And we believe that he will continue to deliver the good work as the people of this country has once again reposed confidence in Nana Adodankwa Akufuadu. Isn't what you garnered, I mean, a little over 51%, a bit problematic? In the last election, uh, you were able to secure about 53%. Uh, this clearly shows that the people of this the residence of President-elect Nana Adodankwa Okufuado and in some few minutes to come, Nana Adodankwa Okufuado will emerge from his study and then will speak to his supporters, who will speak to the, the people of Ghana through the media. Uh, a while ago, the electoral commission, the church person, declared him President-elect of the Republic of Ghana. This is the scene of jubilation in his home here at Nima. And very soon, he himself, together with the vice president, leading members of government, will emerge from his study, and then he will address the, the media. He will speak to Ghana. He will speak and accept the verdict of the people. But you can clearly say that it was a very difficult contest that went to the wire. Eventually, at the end of the day, he emerged victorious with 51% of the popular votes. And then, uh, as, as we heard the electoral commission chairperson say, uh, they are waiting to collate the results of Tetiman South. But even if they add all of it to it, it will have no influence on the outcome of what was just announced by the chairperson of the Electoral Commission. So we are all getting ready to hear the, 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 the acceptance speech of President Akufuado, and then we'll take it out from there. But clearly, the supporters of the MPP have been on tender hooks since pools closed on Monday at 5 p.m. when results started coming in, and they realized that they had lost some parliamentary seats in most of their strongholds. The agitation set in, but today that agitation has been put to rest because formally and officially the chairperson of the Electoral Commission... Joy 99.7 FM and then to find out who will form the majority and the minority. But for now, it is jubilation. They are a little concerned 
about the outcome of the parliamentary elections because what is important, the presidential elections, they have won and they are happy. My name is Gelong Kong. So, President Okufuado is coming. We will take a small break. When we return, we will be bringing you reactions from leading members of the party uh, after we hear the president on his acceptance speech. So far, I don't know. Right, so uh, John Bodio is the general secretary of the governing NPP, and he is excited about the uh, declaration this, this this evening. The chairperson of the electoral commission uh, just declared the uh, flag of the governing NPP, Nana Adudan Kufado, the president-elect of this year's uh, 2020 presidential election. We have Al-Haji Frimpon here. Uh, he is the uh, general secretary of the National Democratic Party. Al-Haji, you performed poorly in this election. Why? Well, you don't say we performed poorly. We did not. The issue is that uh, we played a role, and uh, that's simply uh, the nature of our politics normally. You know, you need uh, some measure of, uh, acti- I mean, uh, you need to carry out some measure of activities. Um, and, uh, you know, we fulfilled a role of what I call pluralism, which is the very foundation of democracy. Uh, we spiced up the process. And, uh, you know, you go into a contest with a lot of expectations. As far as we are concerned, I think we have played a role, more particularly uh, in making sure not only for, let's say, carrying the day as uh, being declared, you know, uh, let's say the winner, but rather expectations that has got a lot of factors, you know, uh, in, in fulfilling the peace that we need, in guiding people, you know, in the political process, and so on and so forth. You know, uh, on that score, I think we've, we've, we've played our part. And, you know, uh, contrary to general expectations, people think that uh, the so-called smaller parties, we are not playing a role. I say no. You know, the issue is that uh, without us, even the, the duopoly that we have would have been some kind of uh, evil or some kind of uh, a, a disaster, you know. Uh, it is what we do you know, together, that moderates the system. Okay, so finally, for me, what next for the NDP? Uh, certainly, uh, we think we step up our actions, you know, in the set goals that we have. You know, don't forget that, um, you know, we are coming from a camp, more particularly, that had influenced, you know, the running of the Fourth Republic, and more particularly, the spouse of the late president. You know, we do not have to uh, sit back at all. We make sure that at least we continue, you know, in our resolve to make sure that at least the vision, you know, of uh, the late president through, you know, his spouse, you know, continues to be the driving force of the Fourth Republic. Right. Thank you very much. Now, I must say that the political parties here present are signing the declaration of presidential election results. And it is important to know that the 
NDC rep are not here uh, to sign. I've seen the NPP sign. I've seen the Ghana Freedom Party, the LPG, uh, CPP, PNC, and the other party all appending their signature to the uh, declaration form, not the declaration of presidential election result national summary sheet. And so it is important to note that uh, just as the Electoral Commission was wrapping up with the figures with regards to the presidential election, the two reps for the NDC who had been in the National Coalition Center, uh, that is uh, Rojo Metsunono and also um, Dr. Michael Pesawait, uh, exited the National Coalition Center shortly after the Electoral Commission uh, moved to the Conference Center to declare Nana Adunankwe Kufaro as the president, uh, of, of, I mean the winner of this year's election. Now, um, the, uh, uh, the PNC is here. Just, just a, a word from you. You satisfied with the process? Yeah, I'm okay with it. You're okay with it? Yeah, I'm very, very Are you happy with the, very, very the happy vote you, you secured? Oh, yes. No, well, the, after the voting there, we need to do more work. But as we come to the declaration of the results and those things, I can see this is the, I mean, the fantastic as compared to the previous election that we had. There were no long queue. I mean, three minutes, people can cast their vote and go. I mean, I don't see anything wrong. Everything was okay. Okay, so finally, um, uh, what next for the PNC? Because well, the accusation that uh, you go to sleep after every election, then you resurrect just a year before the main election, and now all of the please that appears the PNC as in comatose. Oh yeah, you see, I mean, we can see next four years time. I mean, we are going back to work hard to see how best we can. I mean, work towards to bring back to the PNC in life because. I mean, there was no time. If you see the time that we had our Congress, it was too short. I mean, besides, we have to work hard to make sure that we file a lot of candidates. And then raising money to file candidates and those things, it was not easy for the PNC. I mean, besides, raising money to run this campaign was not another headache. So you didn't have money to run? No, we ran money. We had money to run. But I am saying, but it's not easy like the biggest party. So all those things is counted. So we are... That has led to your business Yes, yes. But we are hoping... Okay. Coming 2020, we can work. Let me speak to the campaign chairman of the government, NPP, uh, Peter McMenon. Uh, Mr. McMenon, yeah. what worked for you in these elections, sir? Well, uh, we went down to the people. You know, our campaign was predicated on retail, retail campaign. So we tried as much as possible to interact with the voter direct, direct voter contact. And in so doing, you are able to get the views or the concerns of the voter or to explain. Sometimes they got wrong misconception about certain things even the, the, the government may have done. But yet, it may not be known to them. So, the retail campaign, and then we were able to get the support of the party machinery. And then, volunteers, the V20, who came and joined the campaign, went to various homes to put the manifesto, the good things that Nana Adudankwa Kufuado's administration has done since 2017 to the voters direct.
I see, but 51%, some say not good enough, uh, considering 2016 uh, performance. What perhaps, in your view, do you think uh, worked against the NPP in this year's election? We set an objective, two objectives. One is to win first round. Okay, that has been achieved. The second one of a gap of over 1 million, 1.5 million was not achieved. We will go and sit down, do a post-mortem, and look at things we may not have done properly. But what perhaps do you think did you do? You didn't do properly. That oh, the, 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 the management of the parliamentary primaries mm. is a worry that we have to look at. Mm. I think it's one major area of concern that we have to look at. Mm. So we will look at it. All right, thank you very much. So, uh, Peter McMenu, the campaign chairman or coordinator for the governing MPP, has attributed the decline in their figures for this year's election. I'm talking about the percentage 2016, they secured uh, over 53%. Now they have about 51%. And he believes that the key cause, perhaps, might be how the party handled the parliamentary primary. So, uh, just a while ago, the chairperson of the Electoral Commission declared Nana Adedankwe Kufadu winner of this year's 2020 presidential election. I am Kwesi Parker Wilson reporting from Electoral Commission. Joy 99.7 FM. Please ensure that there is no one in front of the podium, please. Live here on your election headquarters, live on Joy 99.7 FM, live on the Joy News channel, live on our Facebook uh, channel also, on YouTube, on the our YouTube channel. It is done, Winston. Finally, the declaration of the results has been made and we're ready to, I guess, look into the post-declaration issues. Finally, the Electoral Commission, the body mandated by law to declare winner in the country's presidential elect elections, has declared Nanaro Danko Akufado as president-elect, uh, pulling 6,730,413 mm. votes. So that's what you see there, 6,730,413. That's 51 uh, point. 51.595, so 51.6%, yeah. uh, if we could put it that way. And have you have you heard that number before? Yes, you did. You had it in our projection. We have 51, um, just a little bit, 51% uh, recalled it for um, the uh, incumbent president there. And Buzai, again, um, right on point with that projection. JM comes in second place, loses it. With 6,214,800 89 votes. Mm, and he's again, as we called it again. 37.3% uh, thereabout. That's the NDC's uh, presidential candidate, former president of the Republic of Ghana, John Dramani Mahama. So that's I, a margin of 550. Yeah, I took an interest in that um, because um, in the end, Jim Mensah did the same analysis we did, right? We said, well, at that time, we were still left with, if I'm not mistaken, um, five, five constituencies. And we said, even if you give, I mean, we used the turnout 
and I'm, I, I don't know if I had a turnout uh, this year. We use a turnout of uh, 78%. Um, I'm, I, I need to clarify that what the official turnout is. But we said using the turnout of 70, 78 based on that, even if you give everything else to John Dramani Mahama, he will still not catch up. Yeah. Um, he, will, he will make any ground uh, to cross 50% plus one. And so same Jimensa calculation because he says that's the margin there. Because I've written there for you, Techiman South. Exactly, because according to Gene Mensah, the results from Tishman South have been disputed. Now, they have a vote of 128,000, and that margin cannot cause a difference. Okay, so that's uh, Tishman South uh, there. And so this uh, declaration is minus results from Tishman South because of the uh, issues issues with it. And so she had to put that in contest that even if you give all the Tichiman South registered votes to JM, John Dramani Mahama, he will still not make up ground to cross uh, 50% plus one. And that's why you have um, Nana Adodankwa Kufado winner again of the presidential elections. Now, key thing to watch. Um, we want to go to the Electoral Commission. This is Kumasi on your screens. This is Kumasi on your screens. The uh, overwhelming dominant headquarters um, in terms of votes for the MPP wasted. <coughs> okay, uh, back to the Electoral Commission headquarters. Um, from what our drone shots now, giving you a view of the uh, Electoral Commission headquarters. What we can report though, Winston, is that it appears the NDC supporters have now dispersed by themselves. Well, well so um, the NDC supporters were urging the Electoral Commission to declare the results. And once the results uh, have been declared, you would expect them to actually leave the Electoral Commission because you were saying declare the results, declare the results. The results have been declared, your request has been granted and since that has been granted, uh, they've done the right thing. I mean, I saw them leaving earlier. They've done the right thing by moving away from uh, the Electoral Commission. It only goes to confirm what we suspected earlier, mm. that these persons were just there, uh, you know, because the Electoral Commission had promised that they were going to be declaring results after 24 hours. Uh, after the closure of polls, and that's what they wanted the Electoral Commission to do, now that the results have been declared. Um, sadly for them, their candidate is lost, but uh, they've hesitated peacefully, and the only winner in all of this is Ghana. In fact, it's true, uh, Wings, and the only winner is Ghana. You can see uh, four different live feeds for you. Uh, one of them is the Electoral Commission headquarters, where our drone <coughs> is still uh, flying uh, and giving you a view of the situation. Now we are in Ashanti region, also uh, in the bottom uh, right corner, where there's jubilation on the streets of Kumasi. Then we are, of course, in the top uh, uh, right corner. Uh, we are at the residence of the um, project, no, the projected, the president-elect. President. Yes, president. the president-elect, Nalo Kufado, and the stage is set. We are expecting him to give his. Uh, victory speech. Now, Winston, we need to note this, that he and his entire team were cramped up in a small room in his office and were watching John News. Exactly. Um, John News was beaming onto the screens there for the president and the vice to watch uh, as they waited for Jim Mensah to declare. If I watch Jim Mensah declare the results. And uh, as I said to you, the 
the most powerful man in Ghana was watching your analysis when you were talking to him about all the things that he had done. <laughs> when we were telling him, when we were telling him what he has to do, uh, you know, with the parliamentary situation. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he'll pick a thing or two. He may, he may, possibly he may have called um, the formula MP. Was it you who did that? Would you give that advice? Why you should call him? Oh, you should call him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, thankfully he watched you. He may have, he may have put in the call there. Uh, to him. Uh, so you can see the scenes there. Uh, jubilation for the NDC, uh, sorry, for the MPP supporters across the country there. If you are just joining us a few minutes ago, Madam Jim Mensah, who is the chairperson of the Electoral Commission, uh, just finished declaring the results of the 2020 elections. And um, the numbers confirming what we projected uh, way early in the day at Nanado 6.7 million votes representing 51 there about 51.6 percent bullseye when it comes to our projection JM 6.2 um, million votes at 47 just over 47 uh, percent there again bullseye difference of 515,000 Nana has won you know, as one, and you know, talking about uh, the numbers when we were projecting, uh, the margin was uh, over 515,000, but of course, that was because we had five constituencies uh, left. And in Kumasi, as expected, uh, they're jubilating. But you know, Evans, you, you, you heard Peter McMahon talk about what they believe may have affected them, and he talks about the conduct of the party's primaries, and that's one important thing the party should look at. But I'm sure, you know, for now, they'll be very excited. They've won the election. You can celebrate, and after the celebration, after everything, you can sit down and begin the stock taking. I want to. I want now to cross over now to our studio. Studio uh, nine nine seven for uh, some uh, further analysis. Uh, my colleague uh, Gifty and Raymond Aqua are both standing by. What we await now is the president's uh, formal acceptance speech from his residence when that is ready we'll bring that to you live uh, elton brobe is there for us winston standby gifty and raymond uh will chipping out with the what is unfolding across the country on the back of that declaration hello gifty hello evans uh, it's been a, a long what three days uh, for all of us you're live, everybody, if you're just tuning in on Joy 99.7 FM, also on the, uh, on our Joy News channel on DSTV 421, Go TV 144. We are on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi and a dozen affiliates across the country, Evans Mensah and Winston Namwa, they've been on their feet for so many hours. We've all been waiting for this moment. The die is cast. I'm here with Samson Ladi Anyanini and Wayman Aqua. I won't talk too much. Um, Samson, mm. I'm just coming to you for... Um, your preliminary thoughts on what's happened so far. So it's, it's good. At long last, we have had the Electoral Commission give the declaration, uh, declaring the results. And I am particularly excited about the fact that the way the election headquarters has always projected the elections, when the results are finally declared by the Electoral Commission... fought a great fight. Uh, even more so because of what you see happen, they, the they may have done, the they may have done in parliament. Yeah. I want to bring in now, uh, I see something Lada Yenini, who is standing by with, uh, with the other colleagues, Gifty and Raymond. 
Right, so um, I was uh, Samson was just giving us his thoughts on what has happened so far. It's been a long wait indeed. We haven't slept much here at the election headquarters and Samson was just commenting on that, Samson. Right, so good that it has come at this time, particularly as, you know, tensions were beginning to rise higher. And like Elton said a while ago, people were sitting on tenterhooks. Now, um, there is one thing that I like to watch. And the thing that I watch that makes me very proud to be part of the election headquarters team here at Multimedia is that consistently, consistently, for the over a decade that we have been doing this, you cannot fault the precision with which we do it. And so I like anybody to pick the projection we did or go to my joy online and look at the projection, how it was done, and compare the figures with what the Electoral Commission has done. It has been like this consistently. Either we, we, we were on an occasion where we were calling the elections for the NDC or we're calling the elections for the NPP. Hmm. And at each time, um, the response that we get from where we sit, uh, the template, once again, <laughs> is the same. It it's doesn't change. It's been pretty change. consistent because if you call right. it for the NDC, right. the NPP will come at you. If you call and, it for the NPP, the NDC will come at you. And if you're calling it for the NDC and you're having a discussion and you're smiling, some people will get angry. <laughs> Uh, and then if you're doing it, the same thing for the NPP and you are smiling and doing it as if you should be frowning while you do your job, then some people get angry. But it's all part of it. Um, it's good that this has been done. But there's one thing that I also note at this very time. Uh. <laughs> the one thing I note, which is very central, mm. is that the supporters of the NDC who must up in such huge numbers this afternoon at the Princess of the Electoral Commission mm. have it does appear on their own decided to leave. Okay. They went there and initially you could see how the expressions from some of them but what we have to thank God for is that they were very peaceful we don't have any report yet that they ha they misconducted themselves mm. and they have left. Okay. Right. Perhaps we can give the security agency some credit as well exactly. for the way they also managed it. Exactly. So it looks like it was a two-way affair. Yeah. They were the in their numbers. The, yes, yeah. the, exactly. Mm. So the way the security agencies uh, managed the crowd and the way that the crowd yeah. comported themselves. But you we'll you find saw out the, the, the security officers yeah. actually engaging them yeah, speaking talking with to talking them. to them yeah. instead of using brute the force the usual yeah. you know yeah right raymond let me let me take your own preliminary thoughts uh, i mean for 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 samson it's about the precision with which election headquarters has done the job over the period and about how the crowds that amass at the ec headquarters com conduct uh, com comported themselves throughout i want to find out what it, what is it for you what is standing out now that the die is cast that once again we have gone through a process that cemented the fact that when it comes to elections we can do it we can conclude it we can actually do it without having the difficulties that sometimes even developing countries would have and we have done so with such strength and somewhat believe in our systems that 
now it's becoming obvious and i'm taking it on two fronts mm. nationally that ghana can be trusted to manage these situations regardless of the uncertainties that may surround it mm. and regardless of the fear that may people may have and think that well we may degenerate along the line mm. because of the stakes involved in this election let's not forget this is one very tough election that it we're is. supposed to go into. It is. It's an election that the president, after contesting since 2008, got the opportunity for the first time to be president. There's no way he was hoping to be a one-term president. Indeed, in his mm-hmm. tradition, if you take the Buzia period where basically the, the, the period was truncated, this is the second time they are having a president from that particular tradition going for a second term. And it was important to himself because of where he has come from. Mm. And the father, his father was the ceremonial president of the period during Buzia's time. So having one term or being there for one term would have been very problematic to him as an individual. Mm. And it was important. On the other side, check former president John Dramani Mahama. Mm. He, and sometimes his kind of tenor is misconstrued to mean for John Dramani Mahama, he only continued and finished an unexpired term of J.E.A. Mills. So he wasn't the president of the Republic of Ghana in the year preceding 2012. He became president and had his actual first term from 2012 to 2016. So he's also been there for a term. Except that many thought that Within that period, we could have him being judged by the period the NDC had been in power, which was from 2009 to 2012 and 2012 to 2016, an eight-year period. So he was not in any way willing and happy with having to be a one-term president. So beyond everything, these are issues that really played strongly and the parties were very much interested in making sure they secured this victory. And if you spread it along, now we know that between 1992 and 96 was President Rawlings. Then Kufo came in in 2000 and also took the eight-year period. The next eight-year period was for the NDC. Was it going to be that the MPP is the first in this republic to have a four-year term and a one-term within that particular space? So if you are just looking at the on, on these alone, it was bound to be a very interesting election. When we started voting, frankly, I didn't get the impression that the stakes were that high when we started voting. Mm. When the results started trickling in, I got the impression that we were heading towards very interesting elections along the line. And the parliamentary picture made it even more interesting. Now, let me come to the fact, and, and the other cementing point is that, one, we've proven here on the election headquarters that indeed once again if you want a trusted source for information and also proper coverage of elections the people who will not actually play games with and put their integrity on the line and do some other things with the election this is the place to come to right and i just want us to take a look at um What's happening right now? That's the president's uh, residence. Oh, I see. The moment. Yeah, right there is the president's residence. Um, he, they, they, they mounted a podium. He's supposed to speak. Um, I'm wondering what we, what you expect to hear from the president on this particular stage at this point in time. 
Um, maybe I should come to something for that one. What, what are you expecting to come out from what we're watching on the screen right now, the president's uh, residence? I am thinking what he's thinking now is that the wish and desire that before he begins to speak, President Mahama would have called him. Okay. Because that is the most important. You have seen leaders of the smaller parties, some of the very insignificant guys already there. Some of them started yesterday uh, indicating concession to him. But of course, he knows that they don't amount to anything. Because some of them yeah. haven't made even a 0. Uh, 0.00, you know, mark. Uh, so the most important, as we know, this is a dopoly is either MPP or NDC. Mm. So what will be running through his mind this moment is hoping that he will receive that call. From Mr. Mahama. From President Mahama, mm. saying, look, we may also have some issues with some of the results, mm. but I concede, pending whatever. But it doesn't look like that is going to happen. And why is that so? As they signed the, the summary forms, okay. results summary right, forms, right. we have just been informed that the NDC was not around to sign them. So once the presidential process is over, you have the Presidential Regional, regional Results Coalition Form, which will be uh, signed by the Regional Coalition uh, Officer then you would require the <clears throat> this that one is known as the form 11 mm. then there's a form 12 it is the form 12 that you require the party's representatives to also or the representatives of the candidate to also endorse after the valid votes and everything has been duly uh, done um, then when that is done there is a form 13 which is the declaration of presidential results form which is for Jean Mensa to sign to say that the results are sealed mm. they are done this is what they are then after she has done so then there is also the requirement for the representative of the counting agent of a candidate to also do what uh, uh, endorse them. Um, if they do, if they are refusing, they are supposed to indicate why they are refusing. So I was hoping that if they were not doing it, in the event that they were not doing it, they would rather do and indicate why they are not doing so. But do we know for sure that they haven't signed? Because that's what the the reporter who is right there mm. was, in, was, was telling us. And we know ahead of uh, before now that there are agents there, the President Mohammed's agents yeah. there, uh, more particularly uh, Dr. Michael White Pesa. He has told us that they have issues with setting places, including Ashanti region mm. and I think one other place. Okay. Uh, in due course, we will discuss some of the problems they have with some other place about recounting that was going on at the coalition um, at recounting that was going on at the coalition center, which it, they thought mm. was unlawful. Okay. I would invite all of us to look at the law and to examine whether or not 
it is wrong to have recounting and not recollation mm. at a collation center. But you see, he spoke about votes of ballots of about 390,000 from the Ashanti region that they are seeking to impugn. I see. So that clearly will be the reason they will not want to be part of this process. But I am saying it may have been the best thing to do to rather, you see, you can do things on protest, yeah. which means you do not waive your right to take an action later on. But you just sign up Yeah, to so we can look at all of that. On. But uh, beyond that, I, I expect him to say, well, um, he's won and he's happy about it. Thank his party people and everybody else. Mm. Thank Ghanaians and uh, make a promise that he intends to be president for all. Um, whether indeed they do that, in fact, uh, he will do, he will use, you know, those words and phrases and try to rally everybody, mm. you know, to come along for his, uh, his second term okay. in office. Well, right now, we'll see a lot of uh, jubilation ongoing. You can see on your screen uh, something is happening in Bantama. Uh, a lot of people happy. The president's residence as well is late. We're on standby waiting to hear what he mm. says. Um, Raymond, uh, what will be your expectation of a uh, an acceptance, if you like, speech from President Okufado? I'm just looking at my time, and it's actually 6.43. I think yes. that is right. Yeah. Now, the time that the... Around the same time, in 2016, mm. it was 7:51 <laughs> when the president, former president, the then president, John Dramani John Mahama. Mahama, called the then president-elect Nanal Dankwaku to actually wish him well. Okay. 7:51. Exactly on the, the same day. No, not the not same day. Same in terms of the yes, way, of the way that particular I mean, election went, the timing, the timing on the of, day of declaration, yes, when right. it was declared. Right. Now, substantively, I'm expecting the president. Of course, this time he's not going to rehash some of the things that you know. In 2016, mm. he thanked a lot of people, a lot of people from pastors through to journalists, through to people who have been known to be operatives during the PNDC period and all of that. <laughs> and, and and some of the pastors were interesting names you have heard in the process. Yes, journalists and all of the other security institutions. I think that regardless of how the president of the Republic of Ghana and his team will look at these results, there is some need for reflection. <laughs> there is some need to actually know that if things remain the same, and our electoral trajectory is to be followed. The, tr the path they are taking now might not lead to victory in the next election. Mm -hmm. If they want victory in the next election, there's a lot of things that would have to change. So he should understand that there is a country that more than 6 million did not want him to be president and that he should actually give the rallying call that this should be a United uh, States where we cannot see NPP and NDC differently. This should be a state where people will not be treated merely based on their political party affiliation and that division will not be the way forward. How real? President. How much of a reality is, is, is in that See, there are two things. We are looking at a speech. Yeah. That you have to deliver. 
and I'm coming and, in and at this point, Raymond, matter because, because hang on, I'm coming okay. in there with this point because you see, like you said, for if you're you're not coming to take over as president for the first time, mm-hmm. your 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 language is pretty different. Yeah. But when you have been there and people have experienced your governance, yes. they've experienced the other governance. Yeah. I mean, we already know what to expect. Two things. You also have elections are moments of reflection. Okay. It's also virtually like a referendum on your governance. Uh-huh. People have sent strong signals to you about the things they think you have not done well. Right. In your speech going to your second term, mm. and it was Lyndon B. Johnson who made the point that second terms are for legacies. <laughs> and that you don't want your legacy to be the one that mm. left a divided country. Mm. Mm. Or the things that people complain about, you continued in that particular path. So for the president... I'm expecting he does wonderful speeches. That's regardless. I mean, <laughs> he will deliver one of those wonderful speeches. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting him to be delivering one of those that's going to unify the state, rather. Identify that there has been problems that ought to be fixed across the board. Okay. And when he does so, even his opponents will not feel that they are living in a different state. Mm. And that the next four years is going to be a period for vind- vindictiveness and other things that are associated mm. with negative politics. So that's the kind of assurance I'm expecting him to put out there. Secondly, he can. And I know that some presidents tend to be, of course, you can't remove me from presidency. Mm-hmm. Because as for the second round, I can do whatever I want. Because that's my last um, That's true. I mean, if we have to go by the trend of voting... Yes. By yes. No, I'm saying that that's his last step. President Akufo ah, right. cannot contest again. Right. Right. Yeah, right. So, Even for the party, because so, if your party, mm-hmm. as uh, President uh, President uh, Kufo said, <laughs> uh, uh, what was the expression again? That a messenger in a yeah, governing party, party is far better, better than me. <laughs> exactly. So the secretary of yeah, opposition so even party. So if it's not me mm-hmm. as president in yeah. the seat, it is still my party. Agree. Uh, and we know that in Ghana, the way we voted, it's unlikely that a particular party will have more than eight years. So a brilliant unifying speech is what I. From him, okay, and I also expect that beyond the speech, he and his people will sit down. There are so many things that have gone wrong in his first term. Mm. We can pretend <laughs> that, oh, well, I mean, he won, so it means that there's an overwhelming endorsement. Mm. Don't get it wrong. If he really means to actually correct and have a proper legacy, he knows the things that ought to be done properly. And see, the thing with elections or you go around. Sometimes, when you sit in the Flagstaff House, you don't get as much information as going around. Jubilee House. When you go, yes, the, the, the Jubilee House. <laughs> no, when, you, that, when you sit, <laughs> yeah, well, when you govern. Yes, when, when you are the president yeah. at the top, sometimes you don't get as much information from the grassroots. When you go around in the campaign period, there are things you can't change within that period. Mm-hmm. But you hear a lot of people speak to you. They speak to you the realities on the ground. So the difference between what you perceive to be the reality mm-hmm. and the actual reality on the ground becomes very clear to you. It is my hope that when you go into a new term, you are minded by these things so that you cement your legacy in a proper way. So that it's not become of you that, oh, of course, this thing happened under you. This also happened under you. Mm. This and other things happened under you. I remember, and one of the things I want to stick out there is that I remember when I had to put together a report about media freedoms over the period from the governments of the I was shocked as to how some very elements had deteriorated Mm. under this government. Regardless of how people see it differently and the plaudits they will give the government, you cannot continue in that path. So those are the things that I expect deeper reflection going beyond the speeches for that to happen. That's if we continue in this path. Yeah.
Well, we're still waiting. As you can see, uh, if you are watching, of course, uh, there is a there is a gathering in the president's uh, residence. Uh, you could see that the stage has been set, obviously, for him to address um, the people and, of course, the nation. Once he starts speaking, we'll bring you that. Uh, and there's jubilation going around. But we're talking about what to expect in this very first yeah. speech uh, now that the president has been reaffirmed. And, Raymond, you're talking about... Um, a moment of reflection, yes. taking a step back and saying the things that we could have fixed that we didn't fix, this is the time to fix it. Samson, I want to come to you and ask you if there are any specifics. And if I may, bring in, for example, the fight against corruption and the Martin Amidu factor. I mean, um, it was pretty, it was really murky uh, getting to the end as we came into this particular election. Now Martin Amidu is no longer the special prosecutor. How do you reckon going forward? that the uh, fight against corruption would look like under an, a second term for the Kufuado administration? I would rather that we deferred that discussion to another day. Okay. Um, maybe a week or two or after he's been sworn into office. Okay. Um, and I have a good reason for suggesting that because presently um, you want to say things that they will take note of. Okay. This very moment, they, nobody is taking nobody note of Nobody will anything. take note of It's all about <laughs> the victory. You know, a while ago, he was sitting in his home, sitting in his uh, room, uh, together with his party people, the elders, Mustafa Hamid, and the rest of them, his wife, vice president, surrounded by these people, and they were watching this platform. Okay. They were watching Evans Mensah and Weinstein as they did what they had to do. Um, this moment, they are out. Okay. They are not listening. They are not mm -hmm. watching you. Because, as you said, the die is cast. Now, I am thinking that the party, like Raymond said, mm -hmm. and he himself, will not be that excited at the outcome of things. You recall that even in this campaign, at a point, they had adopted that slogan that the NDC's campaign atones you. Atones you. It's, it's falling in the water, mm -hmm. meaning it's, it's dead, it's gone. Yes, essentially. And that President Mama had no, nothing new, message. no word, no mm -hmm. message to give the people. The results tell a different story that atones you. True. That in fact... In fact, the, it could have been a completely different story. Like in the key uh, sports broadcasters, they will say, things would have changed. In any case, as we say these things, let's be minded that the NDC has already said something. There's something I am inviting them to do. That, like they say, the name of the game is evidence. Yeah. At least they should share the evidence or um, they should share the evidence so that people can follow what they are trying to say mm. about what they say is the wrongs that have gone on 
about the allegations of padding that has they say has gone on in Ashanti region and elsewhere where in, in excess of 390,000 votes yeah. you know are supposed to be some alien votes or ghost votes that came in um, so the there is the I would say you can give yourself the the time to think mm. that it is possible that if they do have the evidence they may want to mount a challenge okay and the challenge may result in something now he's coming in now he's thinking you know they have confirmed from their side mm. that they have 137 members of parliament. The uh, NDC NPP, or NPP? NPP, NPP right? That they have 137 members of parliament. Mm. The NDC continues to insist since the NPP started saying this that they, the NDC, have as many as 140. There was an issue with Savlugu. Mm -hmm. Then, this afternoon, we hear that the president has asked the party agents uh, okay. there or is it a candidate to a sign yeah. onto that, you know, results on protest? Yes. To sign on protest. It is the signing of that that actually paved the way for the EC, for to, the EC to be able to go ahead. So now it means the NDC has that seat to, to themselves. Yes. Except that there's a question mark around it. And from what they are saying, there are two polling stations in question. And those two polling stations are where they have issues with the results mm. and they are likely to impugn them in court and from listening to Godfrey Dame mm -hmm. if they got one polling station results annulled the seat will come to them mm -hmm. now at least 33 incumbent New Patriotic Party MPs lost their seats about 21 of them we are told are either ministers ministers of state or deputy ministers yeah that that aside you have the 41 incumbent mps who lost the primaries, the primaries yeah. earlier in the year so um in total the npp is suspected to lose at least 70 uh, eight MPs out of their 169 in the next parliament. Okay, you and want to go over that again so I can take note of that. You, you, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I just so, want our, so our this listeners is, this also is our, have, and our, our viewers parliamentary to have it. correspondent Joseph, Joseph Opokugapu doing a good, you know, very, uh, very good analysis, work. I must say. So we have 113 MPs mm -hmm. who are getting out of parliament. That's about 40%, hmm. 113 MPs. Out of that number, 33, at least 33, are incumbent MPP MPs who have lost their seats. About 21 of them are either ministers, ministers of state, or deputy ministers. That is aside the 41 incumbent MPs who lost their MPP primaries, yeah. you know, earlier in the, in the, in the year. Meanwhile, you have four MPP MPs who are retiring. In total, the MPP will lose at least 
78 MPs out of their 169 in the next parliament. That means about 50% of all MPP MPs are not returning. So you have new faces that are coming in. Now, the casualty is what we have to keep in mind. 33 of them. On the other side, the NDC, at least 18 MPs lost. And that is aside the 10 MPs who lost their primaries last year. Okay. And 7 NDC MPs who are retiring. So you see, on the side of the NDC, the numbers are fewer. Mm. That means... 35%, 35 current NDC MPs out of the 106 are not returning to parliament. And that means about 33% of all NDC um, MPs, MPs in parliament are not returning. We know of all the big losses that we have spoken about already. Yeah. The MPP, you know, lost some very, very, very big, big uh, numbers, and that's what we put together to give us uh, 33 of them. Okay. I think that would be a major concern, a mm. major, major concern, okay. particularly that they can at this stage confirm 137, which is no majority. Mm. They are hoping, and it clearly will not be a, bi- a difficult thing. That Andrew Amuakon, let, let me just uh, jump we'll in join there, them. Uh, okay. uh, Samson, and bring up, uh, especially our listeners, what we see um, on our screens right now, which is uh, which are videos coming from the president's residence. We can see. Um, we can see the wife of the president, you know, taking the stage. Actually, let's go there. Let's take you live there right now. It looks like the president is ready to speak. The wife of the president, you know, taking the stage. Actually, let's go there. Let's take you live there right now. As well as the president-elect in the company of His Excellency, the vice president, who is also the vice president-elect. a quick Christian prayer. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, maker of heaven and earth, and all that is in it, may your name be glorified this day. 
We thank you for the light of today. And we thank you for this, our assembly. And for all that you have endowed upon us. May your holy name be praised. Father, we thank you for the person you have given us. President of the Republic. And also now President-elect. We thank you for his vice. Vice President Al-Haji Mahamudu Baumia. We thank you for their wives. The women you have given them. To accompany them in accomplishing great things. May your holy name be praised. We thank you for all the faithful workers. All the faithful companions. All those who have struggled so hard to serve these men in the Flystaff House and uh, Jubilee House and beyond. That Lord, this government will shine. May in your name be praised. And mighty Father, at this moment, we thank you particularly for this sweet victory today. It's you who has done it. And we are praising your name for it. Lord, all their plans are in your hands. All the plans of the party, represented by the party chairman and secretary here right now, are in your hands. We pray that you glorify yourself in them, morning, noon, and night. And when all is said and done, may greater victories be achieved in the future. For we ask all these in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. May I ask you all to resume your seats and shall we have some silence here? Shall we have some silence here as we prepare to hear from His Excellency the President and now the President-elect? Shall we have some silence, please? Ladies and gentlemen of the media, fellow Ghanaians. A few minutes ago, what was known by me, and indeed by many, many Ghanaians, was announced by the returning officer of the presidential election, the chairperson of the Electoral Commission, Mrs. Jean Menson, Nana Adodankwa Akufuado, together with Alhaji Muhammadu Baumia have been given four more years by the Ghanaian people to do more for them. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. In our system, it is the Electoral Commission that has the constitutional responsibility of declaring the will of the people in an election. Prior to this declaration by the EC chairperson, I received personal congratulatory messages from some of my fellow presidential candidates in the election 7 December. I expressed my appreciation to them and thank them for helping to ensure that the race was largely a keen, exciting contest of ideas whose ultimate goal was the growth and development of Mother Ghana as well as the improvement of the living standards of the Ghanaian people. Fellow Ghanaians, 
I must at the outset give thanks to Almighty God for his continued mercies and for granting my party, the New Patriotic Party and I, this all-important win. It has been a hard-fought one, which has resulted in an incontestable result, and we are duly grateful for how far he has brought us. We were confident at the beginning of the campaign that the considerable amount of work we had done since coming into office in 2017 was secure for us four more years in office. And the declaration made by the returning officer has set us on that path. For that, I'm extremely grateful to you, fellow Ghanaians, for this victory. I am deeply humbled again by your show of confidence, and I do not take this lightly. There could be that tendency for an incumbent president who has just secured a second term in office to, as it were, take it easy and relax because there's nothing more to lose or prove. I am of a different character. Just as I've been doing since January 2017, I give you my word that I will continue to work very hard to build the prosperous and progressive Ghana for which we yearn. The decisive margin of victory in this election constitutes for me an endorsement of the policies and programs initiated by my government and put before the electorate. And I'm determined to do all in my power to accomplish the task of this new mandate and thereby justify the confidence reposed in me. I assure you, fellow Ghanaians, that I'll do my best not to let you down. The period for campaigning is over, and the outcome of the election has been decided. The Ghanaian people, through the results, have made it loud and clear that the two parties, the MPP and NDC, must work together, especially in Parliament, for the good of the country. Now is the time for each and every one of us, irrespective of our political affiliations, to unite, join hands, stand shoulder to shoulder, and work hard to place Ghana where she deserves to be, a prosperous and dynamic member of the global community, making her own unique contribution to the growth of world civilization. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. My immediate task will be to continue with the process of reversing the effects COVID-19 has had on our economy and on our lives and put the nation on course for full economic recovery and development. 
Before the pandemic struck, Ghana in recent years was one of the fastest growing economies in the world. I give you my word, we will regain that reputation. Fellow Ghanaians, I say a big aiko to the chairperson, deputy chairpersons, commissioners, directors, returning officers, electoral officers, and the agents of our respective political parties for delivering one of the best elections, if not the best, ever witnessed in our history, which is one universal acclaim. The Electoral Commission, even in the midst of the pandemic, has done a yeoman's job, and we can only urge them on to continue along the path and achieve even greater strides in future. The orderly, commendable, and peaceful conduct of Ghanaians on election day is to be widely applauded. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 